0: It's time to play like a Jet
1: with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a Jet, what does that mean? Garrett Wilson, wow! What a catch! Touchdown, Jets! That kid's amazing. Gibson on the return, near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30, hits the Jets, and he's gonna go! Jets win it! Touchdown, rookie Xavier Gibson, game over. Allen has time, intercepted! Sauce Gardner's got it, Allen, tripped up, he could not get
0: past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall, he's done it again, Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown.
1: And he's sacked again by Queen Williams, what a beast, number 95 for the Jets.
0: Listen, thank you. This is Play Like a Jet, my name is Scott Mason, you can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1, and it is time for the Jets Patriots pregame report the final pregame report of this season for the Jets. And so to go through all the latest news and notes, the injuries and go through the prop bets and the lines with us, of course, give his picks from around the league as well. My buddy, the owner and founder of WalterFootball.com, Mr. Walter Sharapinski, Walter, what's up brother? How much uh, preparing for this final week of the regular season? I
1: can't, I can't believe we're at the end. I just remember Talking about the week one games with uh, all the other people I, uh, I I respect, you know, like handicapping wise, and it seemed like yesterday, and now we've reached the end. So it's kind of uh, kind of surreal that it's almost over. But yeah, I'm looking forward to breaking down uh, this amazing Jess Patriots game with you. Uh, Thank thanks for having me on. Uh, really appreciate it.
0: As always, Walt, my pleasure. And I agree, it feels like five minutes ago that Aaron Rodgers was running out on 911, holding the American flag. And now we're in a situation where we're talking about the Jets potentially having a top 10 pick. And so we'll get into the game and the matchup and all of that. By the way, I believe the highest the Jets can get to now is five, but they would need a lot of help for that to happen. They would need the Giants to win, the Titans to win, the Chargers to win, and they would have to lose to the Patriots. And even that wouldn't guarantee it because then it would come down to strength of schedule. So what I'm really saying is if they wanted to get a top draft pick, if they had lost to Washington a couple of weeks ago, they'd be in a much better spot than they are right now. But we'll see how it goes today, whether they send Bill Belichick out on a loss. It sounds like Belichick is probably going to be coaching his final game in New England, but we'll find out after the game when New England decides for sure what they want to do. Either way, you know, Belichick is always motivated to try and beat the Jets. We know he hates the Jets. He's hated them for a really long time. In fact, if you remember in that documentary, the 30 for 30, the two Bills, he wouldn't even go into the locker room at Giants Stadium because he has such a disdain for the organization. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in this game. Before we get to the prop bets and all that, though, Walter, there are some injuries to talk about. We know about Zach Wilson, but there are a couple of others, right?
1: Yeah, I mean Zach Wilson's out. Uh, not a surprise at all. It's actually, kind of sad because I was looking forward to Zach Wilson versus Bill Belichick one final time. Perhaps uh, we're not going to get that. This is uh, Belichick always abuses Zach Wilson, but you know now he gets Trevor Simeon to toy with. It, I suppose um, Jeremy Rucker at tight end, he's out as well. Um, not a huge deal unless you're delving in delving pretty deep into the props, as, as I guess we will do soon. Um, Dwayne Brown also placed on IR. Um, So really not much else here for the Jets as far as the Patriots are concerned. Uh, Devontae Parker was limited to practice all week. He's questionable. Hunter Henry's out again. He's missed the past couple of games. Um, The otherwise uh, Jalen Mills and Jonathan Jones, uh, two cornerbacks for the Patriots, are questionable as well as their safety, Jabiru Peppers, who's turned out to be a phenomenal player. He's been great for them this year. He's missed the past two games. He's uh, He was limited all week in practice this week, so it's a chance he comes back. Uh, Anthony Jennings, also a linebacker, he's, uh, he's questionable after being limited in practice all week, as is Christian Barmore. Patriots have a habit of listing a bunch of players who are questionable. Um, they in Miami are pretty infamous for doing it, so it's always tough to determine who's going to play. But, yeah, um, looks like there's a chance that the Patriots could have several players missing, uh, which is, I, I suppose, a bad thing. Yes.
0: With that in mind, now that we know who's going to be playing and who isn't in this game, let's talk about the prop bets, and we will start with the game line and the over-under. The Jets are 2.5-point underdogs in Foxborough, and the over-under is 29.5. Boy, is that something. 29.5 is an over-under in a football game in the year 2024. Amazing. Walter, what do you think here? So
1: I'm I'm going to side with the Patriots at minus two and a half. I, I don't love this play, although um, according to the metrics, the metrics say that the Patriots should be four and a half point favorites because their defense has been so great recently. They're, they're ranked third in defensive EPA. The Jets are ranked highly too, but the Jets have a weakness against the run. And the Patriots would love nothing more than to establish Ezekiel Elliott and just have Bailey Zappi toss and dump off passes or something and nothing else. Um, so it's a it's a big advantage for the Patriots because you know the Jets haven't been able to stop the run. Um and uh the Jets have an advantage though, and you know, we'll get to this in the props, but um the Jets have an advantage that Reese Hall is a receiver out of the backfield. So um it's a pretty tight matchup, which is why I'm not very enthusiastic about the game. Uh in fact I'm not not even gonna bet either side. I do like some props though. Um, but like I said, if I had to take a side, I'd take the Patriots minus 2.5. As far as the totals concerned, 29.5 is kind of insanely low, but I think it's low for a reason. And um, given that it's this low, I think the sportsbooks don't want you to bet the under. They want people to go, oh, this is a low total. Let's bet the over. Where uh, it's probably, the under is probably the right side. and you know, It wouldn't surprise me at all to see a 13-10, 16-10 game of some sort, um, which obviously would take an under. And uh, the weather is a factor, too, by the way. Uh, likely snow, about 15-mile-an-hour winds. Usually when the winds get to 20 miles an hour, that's when you get a concern. But 15-mile-an-hour, it's, sl- it's a slight downgrade for the offensive production as far as downfield passing is concerned. But I don't
0: really expect much downfield passing to begin with anyway. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Receiving props. Most receiving yards in the game. Garrett Wilson, plus 115. DeMario Douglas, plus 275. Brees Hall, plus 650. At plus 650, that's not a terrible bet considering the weather conditions and who's playing quarterback in this game. Tyler Conklin plus 700, Ezekiel Elliott plus 1,300, Devonte Parker plus 1,600, Xavier Gibson plus 1,700, Mike Yusecki plus 2,000, Taekwon Thornton plus 2,500, Hunter Henry plus 2,500, Jalen Regor plus 3,000, Jason Brownlee plus 3,000, Izzy Abanacana plus 4,000, Irv Charles plus 4,000, Alan Lazard plus 4,000, Randall Cobb plus 4,000, Kenny Eboa plus 4,000, Zach Kuntz plus 4,000, Kevin Harris plus 4,000, Jamichael Hasty plus 4,000. Race to 20 receiving yards. So who gets to 20 receiving yards first in this game? Garrett Wilson plus 275, Demario Douglas plus 400, Brees Hall plus 750. Tyler Conklin plus 750, Ezekiel Elliott plus 900, Devontae Parker plus 1,000, Xavier Gibson plus 1,200, Mike Gesicki 1,200, Taekwon Thornton plus 1,400, Hunter Henry plus 1,500, Jalen Regor plus 1,700, Jason Brownlee plus 1,900, Kevin Harris plus 2,500, Alan Lazard plus 2,800, Izzy Abanakanda plus 3,000. Irv Charles plus 3,000, Randall Cobb plus 3,000, Kenny Aboa plus 3,000, Zach Koontz plus 3,000, Jermichael Hasty plus 3,000, and no player to get 20 yards or more plus 10,000. Race to 40 or more receiving yards. Garrett Wilson plus 200, Demario Douglas plus 350, Tyler Conklin plus 700, Brees Hall plus 750, Ezekiel Elliott plus 950. Devontae Parker, plus 1,100. Xavier Gibson, plus 1,300. Mike Gesicki plus 1,400. Tyquan Thornton, plus 1,600. Hunter Henry, plus 1,600. Jalen Regor, plus 2,000. Jason Brownlee, plus 2,200. Alan Lazard, plus 3,000. Kevin Harris, plus 3,000. Izzy Abanakanda, plus 3,500. Irv Charles, plus 3,500. Randall Cobb, plus 3,500. Kenny Eboa, plus 3,500. Zach Kuntz plus 3,500, Jermichael Hasty plus 3,500, and no player to get 40 or more yards plus 9,000. What do you think here, Walter?
1: First of all, don't bet Hunter Henry because he's not playing. I don't know why he's listed here. But um, (laughs) second, uh, I I do like your Brees Hall call. And I've been waiting for some of the normal props to appear. In this game, the reason why they haven't is because I assume it's because of the weather. They don't want to be caught with some bad numbers. So you might see the normal props appear um, an hour or two before kickoff. So check those out if you can. But you know, even if we just get these, Brees Hall for having the most receiving yards in this game, I think is a really good bet It's six and a half to one. Um, the Patriots have allowed the seventh most receiving yards to opposing running backs. So, I really like the smashing for Hall. And Brees Hall has kind of turned into Marshall Falk, um, you know, without the touchdowns, at least. You know, Marshall Falk back in the day used to be a huge receiver. With three of the past four games, Brees Hall has caught eight or more passes. Like, it's kind of insane how, how, how high his uh, receiving volume has been. And when you have a quarterback who does nothing but check down like Trevor Simeon, you know, he's going to have that sort of reduction. And Brees Hall is a, a type of player who can go the distance anytime he touches the ball. So, you can catch one of these sore passes and break a 70-yard run uh, after the catch, and uh, suddenly you're going to be looking pretty at uh, most receiving yards of Brees Hall at 6.5 to 1. So uh, I like that quite a bit. Uh, That's why I would go with these.
0: Man, Walter, if Brees Hall can be anything close to Marshall Falk, I think Jets fans would be very, very happy about that. Race to 20 rushing yards or more as we get into the rushing props. Ezekiel Elliott plus 105, Brees Hall plus 135, that's a little bit low for my liking, but if I were to pick one guy to get to 20 yards or more fastest in this game, rushing the ball, it would be Brees Hall. Izzy a 1,000. Bailey Zappi plus 1,200. Trevor Simeon plus 1,600. Jamichael Hasty plus 2,200. No player plus 8,000. Race to 40 rushing yards. Ezekiel Elliott minus 1,10. Brees Hall plus 1,10. Kevin Harris plus 1,400. No player plus 1,500. Izzy Abanacanda plus 1,700, Bailey Zappi plus 1,900, Trevor Simeon plus 2,500, Jermichael Hasty plus 3,000. Most rushing yards in the game. Ezekiel Elliott minus 125, Brees Hall plus 100, Kevin Harris plus 2,200, Bailey Zappi plus 2,800, Izzy Abanacanda plus 3,000, Trevor Simeon plus 3,500, and Jermichael Hasty plus 4,000. So, I mean, if you want
1: to take a long shot, I, is he a band as, uh, as someone that, you know, if he's, he's been elevated with Dalvin Cook uh, being gone um, and these numbers, I don't think reflect that. Like, I think there's good value with him. Not that I would necessarily bet it, but like if you just want to go for a long shot, I think that, that it's worth it. Uh, I do think Ezekiel Elliott is the play here, though. Um, as I said before, the Jets have a run funnel defense. They've, they've allowed so much rushing yardage to opposing running backs. Um, and the like I said before, the Patriots would love nothing more than to just hand the ball off to Elliott in the Snow, and just uh, just have him have a great game. Um, you know, Brees Hall is the other top option here. You mentioned him. The, the Patriots have a good run defense. They don't they don't defend uh, receiving uh, running backs very well, uh, but they defend the actual runners like pretty well. So um, I think they should be able to do a good job on Hall on the ground. Um, although Hall is someone who can like break a long touchdown at any moment. I think Hall will do that as a receiver out of the backfield though. So like this is just for sure this is just rushing yards. So with that in mind, I like the Elliott plays here. And you know, most rushing yards minus 125 for Elliott. It's not a bad number, I think uh I think I I would consider betting that although I I do like another Elliott prop more in this game.
0: Anytime touchdown scorers, Ezekiel Elliott plus one twenty five, Brees Hall plus one forty, Garrett Wilson plus two ninety no touchdown scorer at all, plus 1300. Demario Douglas, plus 400. Izzy Abanicanda, plus 450. Tyler Conklin, plus 450. Mike Gesicki 500. Kevin Harris, plus 475. Devontae Parker, plus 500. Patriots defense and special teams, plus 600. Bailey Zappi, plus 700. Taekwon Thornton, plus 650. Xavier Gibson plus six hundred and fifty. jets defense and special teams plus 700 Jason Brownlee plus 950 Trevor Simeon plus 950 Jalen Regor plus 1100 Farrell Brown plus 1000 Jamichael Hasty plus 1200 Alan Lazard plus 1400 Kenny Eboa plus 1600 Irv Charles plus 2000 Randall Cobb plus 1900 and Zach Koontz plus 2800
1: so I think that uh if you want to really want to go with the long shot here, uh, Kenny Yeboa is sixteen um, to one is not bad. Uh, you know he's, uh, he's kind of been being elevated to the second tight end with Ruckert out and Yozama out, um, and so you know tight tight ends tend to find the end zone some way. Um, so if you want to take a long shot, I think that is my favorite play of, of all the long shots. Um, however, I already bet Ezekiel Elliott uh, to score uh, an anytime touchdown. Um, so what I recommend doing is to shop around, um, you know, it's, especially for props. It's so important to get the best number uh, for your long-term EB. So at DraftKings, as you said, Elliott is plus 125, but on Vandal, he's currently plus 130. So not a not a huge difference, but like I said, if you make make uh, hundreds of these plays every single year, um, it's going to add up. And, um like I said, this is best to shop around. And Elliot, I like Elliot to score a touchdown because in three of the four games in which he's had the majority of the workload after Stevenson's gone down, he scored touchdowns. So you know, obviously, it's a small sample size, but if he scores touchdowns in 75% of games, and especially in this one, I feel like he could get there when he gets a soft run defense. You know, you're talking about plus 125 or plus 130 on a 75% likelihood uh, possibility. I think that's a great number um so yeah like the elliot uh, like i said maybe maybe you can find better something better than the plus 130 i i, I looked at numerous sports books including caesars bet mgm uh points bet um uh, it's a couple others uh plus 130 FanDuel is the best one i could find but you know like i said there could be others
0: first touchdown scored in the game ezekiel elliot plus 425 Brees hall plus 450 garrett wilson plus 950 Demario Douglas, plus 1,300. Izzy Abanacana, plus 1,400. Tyler Conklin, plus 1,400. Mike Yasicki plus 1,500. Kevin Harris, plus 1,500. Devontae Parker, plus 1,600. Patriots Defense and Special Teams, plus 1,900. Bailey Zappi, plus 2,200. Tyquan Thornton, plus 2,200. Xavier Gibson, plus 2,200. Jets defense and special teams plus 2,500. Jason Brownlee plus 2,500. Trevor Simeon plus 2,800. Jalen Regor plus 3,000. Farrell Brown plus 3,000. Jamichael Hasty plus 3,500. Alan Lazard plus 4,000. Kenny Eboa plus 5,000. Irv Charles plus 5,000. Randall Cobb plus 5,500. And Zach Koontz plus 7,500.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, the safe play, I think, is uh, Elliott plus 4,25. Um, and also, Brees Hall plus four fifty. I think if you take both of them, uh, I think there's there's a chance you're going to win one of them. Um, so I, you know that would pay out. Um, I, it, they're not great odds or anything. So I, I'd rather take the Elliot uh, anytime over first time. Um, if it, so, something I like for first time um, is Israel Bamba at fourteen to one. So uh, what I could see what happening here is you know Brees Hall getting along. Gain of some sort, uh, maybe like a seventy-yard gain or, or something from the twenty-five-yard line, he gets tackled at the five-yard line, and you know they 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 take him out for a play because he's he's gassed. They insert a bandicanda and they give him the, the carry, and he scores a touchdown. Like you see that all the time, uh, so it, it, that could that could happen. You know, early in the game, you, you get fourteen to one. It's not bad, even at any time it's, it's four and a half to one. Um, I think those are fine. That's those are fine plays to make. Um, again, Yabella. Uh, talked about him uh, anytime touchdowns 16 to one. first first touchdowns 50 to one um, like I said tight ends he seemed to score touchdowns and he's the number two tight end so you you have to give him some consideration so like I said uh, I think your is a really good long shot to take uh, for a small amount
0: Walter before we go you've got your picks from around the NFL talk about who you like this week
1: so a theme that we have going on in Week 18 is uh, teams that need to win against teams that have been eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, this is something I've dubbed the Aurora Snowmo Effect. Uh, over the years, it's been very effective for us, um, and uh, I think that um, it, it's going to be it's it's going to uh, pan out again. Uh, this is a this is a dynamic that that you know pans pan, pans out like 65 to 75. Percent of the time, um, and uh, there are four instances of this this week. I like I like two especially. So one is Carolina plus four and a half against uh, Tampa Bay. Everyone assumes that the Buccaneers are going to win because they need to. However, I look at last week and Tampa just got destroyed by the Saints. It's a Tampa team that's been lucky all year. They've gotten so many like fortunate wins. They do not have. They do not resemble an eight eight eighteen to me. I think they're more of a six and ten, five and eleven team right now. Um, and, you know, you might look at Carolina saying, oh, they're horrible. How are they possibly going to win? Bryce Young has been terrible all year. They've been coached very poorly. But I could just sh- show you a game that occurred two years ago when the Jaguars had the worst record in the NFL. Trevor Lawrence had a terrible rookie year. They coached very poorly. They hosted the Colts as 14.5-point underdogs at home. No one thought they are going to win, and they won 26-11. to um, These teams that need to win, uh, they tend to choke. Uh, in the final week of the season, and Tampa can certainly do that. By the way, Carolina in the two home divisional games this year, one they held the Saints uh, to a low amount. They they lost by three. That was a week two, um, and their other game was against Atlanta. They won that game. So if they can, they can keep a game close against the Saints and beat Atlanta at home. They can certainly beat Tampa at home. So I like I like uh, Carolina plus four and a half. The other big one in this category is Chicago plus three, and I see line is moving to two and a half very quickly so it might be two and a half by the time people listen to this um I was I still would want the three however because three is such a key number I've been on Chicago the sec- the entire second half of the year ever since Justin Fields came back uh, with fields and Montez sweat there uh, they are six they they are four and two and they could easily be six and oh. uh they uh the two losses were uh, a blown game against the Lions where they huge lead they blew that. And then the other one was against the Browns, where they had a two-touchdown lead in the, in the second half, and they blew a lead there. Uh, and they even had a chance to win on the Hail Mary, but Darnell Moody dropped the ball. Um, if you take those two win, those two games and turn those into wins, which they easily could be, uh, the Bears are in playoff contention right now, and I think that teams are, would be terrified to play them. Uh, their defense has been just awesome. The defense is actually ranked number one. In the so I think that uh, the Bears are a really good play against the Packers, who I think are... A little overrated after that uh, New Year's Eve win, uh, that misleading win against uh, Minnesota. A couple other games I liked. I like Dallas minus 13 against Washington. Um, so Washington's actually resting some some veterans, like Jonathan Allen and uh, and Kem- Kendall Fuller. I think they want to preserve the draft pick. And it lo- looks like Washington is like legitimately trying to lose this game. Um, and Dallas already matched up well against them. I-, I don't see how Washington can stop their passing attack. Sam Howell is starting. He's terrible. It's going to take a ton of sacks. Uh, I think this game is going to get very ugly very quickly. In that division as well, I like the Giants uh, plus five against the Eagles. Um, the Eagles have not played well recently um, at all. I, like They lost to Arizona outright. They almost lost to the Giants two weeks ago. Um, now Devontae Smith is out. and like We don't even know if the Eagles are going to play the starters the entire game. What if at halftime they learn the Cowboys are up by 17 or 20? They might just bench their starters in the second half of the game. Um, so I, I like the uh, I like the Giants to to win this game. I think Tyrod Taylor has a nice game. I think Saquon Barkley might might have a great game. And my final pick I like I like Atlanta uh, plus three against the Saints. Um, Alvin Kamara is injured. He hasn't practiced all week. He may not he may not may not play this game. Uh, Chris Olave is banged up as well, and the Falcons have AJ Terrell to cover him. Um, so the, the Falcons are capable of neutralizing the two top players in the Saints offense. And Atlanta, is, as bad as they look The times this year, they've actually played well uh, in the division outside of that second Carolina game, which was kind of was like they actually out, they outplayed Carolina in that game. They just threw that game away with a stupid interception. But otherwise, uh, they blew out Carolina the first time. They blew out the Saints the first time. And then the two games against the Buccaneers, they outgained the Buccaneers by 100 yards or more in both those games. Um, so Atlanta has played well in the division. Uh, they're plus three. I, I think that you can make the case that this should probably be about a pick'em or Saints minus one. So I think we're getting decent value with Atlanta. So those are the WalterFootball.com Week 18 picks against the spread.
0: Walter Cherapinski, owner and founder of WalterFootball.com. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down the Jets and Patriots with me on this pregame report and, of course, giving us your picks from around the league. Really appreciate it. For those that want to check out all the latest with the draft, fantasy football, and obviously gambling, there's so much to look at every single day over at WalterFootball.com, right? Yeah, we have uh,
1: 2024 and 2025 NFL mock drafts, uh, player prospect rankings, big board stock reports. We have a hot press section where Charlie reveals some stuff that he's talking to uh, about uh, talking to uh, NFL sources about. Um, so you can check that out. We have picks against the spread for NFL and college football, um, including the national championship games. You can check that out. And plus, when the regular season is over for the NFL, we're going to have NBA picks against the spread too. Um, when free agency rolls around, we're going to have grace for every signing, race for every trade. On Black Monday, we're going to raise for every coach firing. So all that's at WalterFootball.com, and it's all free. So check us out. And and also, thanks Scott. Thanks for having, thanks so much for having me on.
0: Walt, always a pleasure Thanks so much for coming on Make sure you check out everything that Walter and Charlie Campbell are doing Over at WalterFootball.com Check out everything we're doing at PlayLikeAJet.com And the PlayLikeAJet YouTube channel Some awesome all 22 breakdowns on our channel So watch those videos and subscribe If you haven't already YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet Visit our store TeePublic.com That's TeePublic.com We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn Williams, Bless You Thank You shirt The PlayLikeAJet logo shirt Caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there TeePublic.com that's teepublic.com. And be sure to give us a five star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. It doesn't take you much time, it doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you go ahead and do that for us, we'll be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and PlayLikeAJet.com.